Talk Radio 96.7, a Thursday. We're talking sports. Sports Central, brought to you by Frescoes. Your host of Sports Central this afternoon is Neil Duncan. Thank you, sir. Welcome to Sports Central here on a cool, crisp Thursday afternoon. Is that not better than steamy? No, it was good. Neil Duncan alongside Rebecca Messina, Becky, Mm -hmm. as they call her. Yeah. You know, this is going to open up a can of worms. Well, no, it's okay. I I just so had a conversation the other day because it was raining for a while and then it just stopped. We were getting no rain. And now that the high school football season is upon us, rain. like literally tomorrow. It's had Actually, rain. there's some games tonight. I think uh, Ridge is playing somebody at Bryant Stadium tonight, not Lakeland, but uh, I forget who they're playing. Uh, Frostproof, I think, at Bryant Stadium tonight in the kickoff classic and then a bunch of games tomorrow. Well, they'll be playing in the mud. Well, earlier this week, well, it's turf <laughs> at Bryant Stadium, so oh, okay, I don't great. think they will. <laughs> um, but somebody said, oh, we need rain. I said, oh, don't worry, it's coming. They said, what do you mean? I said, high school football starts this week, so it's going to start pouring. So I don't know. So I'm originally, as you know, from up north, from Indiana. Mm -hmm. And so the changing of the seasons, fall weather, all that stuff. So down here, obviously, I love Florida. Don't get me wrong. But I have a fundamental problem. And I don't know how to solve it, but I have a fundamental problem with the amount of games that are weather delayed or canceled or postponed to later in the season because of the weather we have here, because it's fall, it's Friday night, this time of year, it pours, it lightnings, it does all those things. 3 p.m. So, downpour. So, <laughs> so, well, or or now you're not starting the game until 9 o'clock. Yeah. I don't know what the answer is. I don't think it would feel right to move football to the spring or, no. or to the winter, I mean. But this has to be solvable. I, I, I don't know. I mean, we can't dome all the high school footballs stadiums but listen i do this to myself every time i'm here i expose myself but i've been there because as a marching band kid i had to sit at the school and wait for them to either call the game or for them to play right like or, I wasn't or, allowed to or you guys couldn't even go out depending on the instrument so you may yeah. cut the band in half because yeah. certain instruments can't get and wet unfortunately my instrument could get wet ah, so, so i you had, had to, to stay, stay. <laughs> well but but i think that's an important part of it so it's not just about so there is so much that goes into putting on a high school football game yeah okay so there's the football part where these kids have blood sweat and tears getting ready all summer get stronger go through fall camp go out there you only get 4 years yeah you only get so many games within that season if you're not a playoff team. There is a finite amount of games and amount of plays that you can play. So that's one component. The concessions, which are typically ran by booster uh, boosters of the band or yep, whatever. the band moms. That's what, yep. All that food. There's considerations for the food. The booster club itself mm-hmm. that supports, you know, like Barta, you know, I'm involved there, yeah. uh, support all sports. So football is really where you can make a lot of the revenue, generate a lot of the revenue, and where you give them the return on investment for that. So you got the boosters on the band side, you got the boosters on the sports side, you've got the band, you've got the football. You've also got the cheerleaders. Yeah. Okay. Not to mention the teams that have traveled from wherever they traveled as the road team. Mm-hmm. Going to the stadium. 
So let's say the game doesn't start till nine and like Bartow plays next Friday night to kick off the regular season at Martin County. That's two, two and a half hours away. Yep. That's my old, that's, that's my rival high school. Is it really? It is. What high school did you go to? Jensen Beach. Ah. There's three high schools in Martin County. It's, okay. it's Jensen Beach, Martin County, and South Fork. Is Jensen Beach good? Um, my freshman year, no. And then they switched they the JV varsity team, and then we were like just winning well, every just game. that just seems like you Which should, is insane. That doesn't make sense at all. I know it doesn't Your make coach sense. Coach didn't sound like he knew what he was doing if he had the varsity. Listen, anyways, anyways, we started so, winning after. <laughs> so my my point is, here we go in this weather pattern. It just it's got to be solvable. But tonight, excuse me, yeah, I think it's Ridge and did I say frostproof tomorrow night? Uh, Sefner Armwood, which a lot of people are saying Armwood could be back to they were good for a long long time, not so much lately. Uh, that uh, maybe there's an upset there with Lakeland. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, for the first time in half a century, Bill Castle is first not, game without Bill not Castle. roaming the sidelines for the Dreadnoughts. Uh, so we'll see how Coach Frazier does there. Uh, that's got to be incredibly I'd be hard. Sweating. <laughs> you know, you typically don't want to be the person that follows the person. You want to be yeah. the person that follows the person who followed the person. Yeah. So, but we wish Coach Frazier nothing but good luck. Um, that's tough. I mean, Bill Castle, all those state championships. Uh, but that's tomorrow night, Bryant Stadium. Bryant Stadium, excuse me, uh, seven thirty. We don't have the full list in front of us, but I know tomorrow night rivalry game, uh, the war on seventeen. Not really. I don't know what they call it, but uh, Bartow and Fort Meade. Okay. So they're they're separated by like it's eight miles. It's a Bartow miles. thing. You would know. It's a Bartow thing. It's a high school football. It's a Polk County thing. You're just obsessed with Bartow. There, well, that might be true, but there's certain rivalries in this county. I mean, Lakeland Kathleen. I wouldn't see. I don't know because I didn't go to high school here. So I'm like a little. But I'm trying to educate that. you on this. No, I know. I'm listening. All right. <laughs> well, not to uh, forget that Lakeland won a state title last year and Bill Castle last year. Uh, like Wales won a state title last year. Uh, Polk County always boasts of some of the best high school football in the state. Talking about Lakeland and Lake Wales. Um, some teams that might be uh, in the hunt for uh, deep runs in the playoffs. You know, Winter Haven looks like they're pretty good. Lakeland Christian, certainly pretty good. Uh, Frostproof, they made a deep run uh, last year. Uh, this year will be no different. Uh, I think some people are looking, you know, what's this Bartow team going to do? Uh, had a number of, uh, of kids uh, transfer into the program uh, in that open enrollment period, like Gibson, Fort Meade. Uh, Fort Meade has a quarterback that's about as good as anybody in the county, and they've got a receiver that's being recruited highly. Uh, so we'll see what they're able to do. Uh, but some, you know, our partners, our friends over at the Ledger, always talking about um, or, or previewing uh, different position groups and, and, and offense and defense side of the ball, who the best players are going to be. Some games that they were looking at uh, coming up this year uh, that uh, might be that game you circle for the game of the week. Uh, Norlin at uh, Lakeland. No, this isn't that list, is it? No. I'm sorry. This is the list of next week's games. Yes. Why don't you go ahead and tell us what that is? <laughs> you pulled a fast one on me. I thought it was the other list. You weren't listening to me. Well, I typically don't. <laughs> um, so this is next week's games. Yeah, next week's games. Norlin at Lakeland. All of them are on August 25th at 7.30. Or 10 o'clock if it gets Yeah, know, if, if the rain delay. Uh, Norland at Lakeland, Kathleen at Winter Haven, Lake Region at George Jenkins, Lake Wales at Zephyr Hills, 
Bridge Community at Celebration, Bartow at Martin County, and don't roll your eyes when you say that. <laughs> Haines City at Davenport at 7 p.m. Are you rolling your eyes about the Bartow part or your rival Martin County? You know, I just hate yes. Martin County, yes. so I feel like I have don't to. Don't say hate. Hate's not a nice word. Yeah, but like high school rivals, I feel like I have to vote, like go for Bartow. Okay. You know, that should make you happy. I'm not complaining. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, again. If you have any ideas, uh, 682-1430, 682-1430. We know this is a uh, very uh, football-crazy county. Uh, what could we do to solve this weather issue? Because it's about halfway through the season before you really get and, – and playing on Saturdays doesn't work. No. Because playing in the day, it's very hot. Yeah. Plus college football and all the other things. Yeah. Um, honestly, I wouldn't be opposed to moving it to winter. Only, it would just be weird. It would be weird for a while until it becomes the new normal. But if you're if Florida's the only state doing it, yeah, how does that impact then it's weird. recruiting? How does that impact? Yes, like I don't think there really is an answer. Yeah, then it's weird. But like winter, I'm thinking of it from like my point of view. Like it's a little bit cooler. Those marching band suits are very hot. <laughs> I would rather be out there in the winter than in August. <laughs> We, we as we normally do, have solved nothing on this show. We've just griped about problems well, and offered no It's not me, no it's Mother answers. Nature. Well, I didn't say it was you. <laughs> I don't know how to solve Mother Nature. Be nicer to her. Eric, I don't do you know. think Call Communications would pay to dome every high school football stadium in Polk County? No. All right. Well, uh, always end up the conversation with Eric there. We'll go ahead and go to break. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk about the Rays. You're listening to Sports Central right here on Talk Radio 96.7. Talk Radio 96.7. Yeah, we're back into Sports Central. Brought to you by Harry's Seafood. Let's talk to Becky and Neil. You know, Eric, I ate there for lunch today. I'm so jealous. Hey, we ate there, what? Yes, we did. Two weeks ago? Yeah. You ate there today and you didn't bring Eric anything? Yeah. I brought a whole lot of attitude. <laughs> Well, at least we have that going for us. <laughs> There's also a to-go order of that. Eric, I would have brought you your red beans and rice. Well, but hold on. What am I going to oh, do? yummy. What am I going to do? <laughs> put it in a container, back to the office, put it in the refrigerator, bring it here, and then he has to put it in the refrigerator downstairs. Then he you has to take just, it home? You could have just put it in a to-go container and dropped it off on your way back to the office. He wasn't here then. But he works downtown. I'm not going to take it to his office there. He's working. Eric, are you offended? I didn't get you red beans and rice. No, I'm not. Oh, wait, was it no, red beans and not, rice. Not, yeah, that, that's that's one of my things there with sausage. Oh, great, yeah. it's got yeah. the sausage. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Harry's is so good. Oh my. You know they're going to be renovating soon. Are they? They're going to change the entire look of uh, what we've grown to know as the the look of Harry's in downtown. Now they're still themed. Well, yeah, New Orleans style, but, but it'll yeah. be like a different layout. It's going to be different. Yeah. They're going to be uh, shutting down for a little construction. I, I don't say, remember what the dates are, but... Uh, that's probably hard because they're like mostly booths in the restaurant. Mostly booze? Booths. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can't talk about booze on this radio show. I didn't. You did. No, sorry. Okay. Well, we're back. And I don't think it's a good transition to talk about college <laughs> athletics, but here we are. Um, oh, Southeastern University women's soccer team. They've got a Pretty few, good. Yeah, they got a few things going on. Um Southeastern University women's soccer team found themselves ranked number 11 
team in the NAI today upon the release of the NAI preseason top 25 coaches poll. Last season, the Fire posted a 14-4-2 record with all four losses coming against top 15 teams, including two from the then-ranked number one Kaiser University. The new season will begin on August 30th as the number 11 Fire hosts Bruton Parker at 5.30 p.m. Do they also lose to... That's not a college. Sorry. It absolutely is. Is it a college or a high school? I get that. It's a, it's a college. Ave Maria. Oh, okay. I can't remember if I put it in the high school section or the college section. I just know we write about it a lot. Speaking of not colleges, uh, Florida Southern had oh something. Oh, my God. You're so annoying. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding to all of our Florida Southern listeners. I'm just throwing shade because, you know, that's where Becky graduated. Yeah, but I have to shout out Jackie Stoller. So She's so good. She keeps winning stuff. She just keeps popping up. So Jackie Stoller of Florida Southern Women's Lacrosse Team has racked up almost every accolade she could this year, and it doesn't seem like she is. You said that last time, yet. but she... Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so far this year, Stoller has been awarded the Lewis Webb Award for Female Athlete of the Year at Florida Southern College. Check. Polk County Female Collegiate Athlete of the Year. Check, check. Sunshine State Conference Women's Lacrosse Player of the Year. Check, check, check. And Sunshine State Conference Woman of the Year. Good job. She was a two-time first-team All-American by the Intercollegiate Women's Lacrosse Coaches Association and a USA Lacrosse Magazine first-team IWLCA All-South Region. Respect. And first-team in the Sunshine State Conference while earning College Sports Communicators Academic All-District and SSC Commissioner's Honor Roll Honors. Well, now you're to the point I have no idea what you're saying. Yep. After an incredible year, Stoller is now nominated for the 2023 NCAA Woman of the Year. So good luck to her. I have no clue when that gets um, chosen. The other nominee from the Sunshine State Conference was a soccer player from Emory Riddle. So good luck to both of them. But hopefully it goes to Jackie. That would be pretty cool. Southeastern volleyball is pretty good too. Why are you making me jump like this? Because it's fun to watch you. (laughs) Volleyball was picked to finish fourth in the Sun preseason poll. Um, last season, the Fire posted a 14-13 overall record and 9-5 Sun record and advanced to the Sun Tournament semifinal after besting Florida Memorial University 3-0 in the quarterfinal. In the semifinal, the Fire fell to eventual tournament champion St. Thomas in a hard-fought 3-2 match to conclude the season. The new season is beginning on August 25th, next Friday. Was that Friday or Saturday? Friday. As the Fire traveled to Milligan, Tennessee for a two-day four-match tournament. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Don't act like you did something. What did you do? I read. Listen, all I know is Weber, Warner, Southeastern, they're all getting ready to start their college football seasons. And that's and all you care about. In we know. seven days, I believe. No, I've said it. No. In 12 days. No. Math. I struggle. In nine days. There we go. Oh, my God. It's going to be a Florida State. No. Oh. The first college football game, 2.30 p.m. on NBC, Navy versus Notre Dame from Dublin, Ireland. I have to mention this just because you mentioned Notre Dame and I thought it was funny. Um, a lot of people th- start laughing the, when you hear Notre Dame. <laughs> the, no, the Notre Dame lacrosse team uh, won the championship this year. Mm-hmm. And... Four or five of their guys went and got like tattoos for like for the championship win. And one of them was like a little mini fighting Irish guy. And it was really funny. The tattoos were really funny that they got, but it was all for Notre Dame. I don't know that I mean I can 
winning a national championship. I can see getting a tattoo for that. Like, yeah. I know there was, I forget what their name was, the chicks, Dixie chicks, Dick, the Dixie chicks, um, the, the country artists, the group, the, yeah, I think they are the trio the, or whatever. The, the Dixie I think chicks. they go by the chicks now, yeah. but, uh, they would get a, a little chicken tattoo on their foot for every number one hit that they had. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. I don't know that I would do that. How, how did we get here? Stop it. Sorry. I'm talking college football. <laughs> Also that day on the 26th, San Jose State versus USC. Uh, of course, Notre Dame is ranked 13th in the preseason poll. USC is number six. And then Thursday, so a little, mm, a couple weeks away, I guess two weeks from tonight, um, Florida, 8 p.m. on ESPN, travels to number 14, Utah. Did you just promote the Florida Gators? I did, because I think they're going to lose. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Eric, are they still heard on... Uh, W-O-N-N. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, listen to that game on W-O-N-N. I promote the station. I don't know why you would listen to the Gators necessarily, uh, unless you're just a you know, glutton for punishment. Actually, I think they're going to be okay. They just, uh, they're in a tough, tough conference and about as tough as this segment. So I'm going to go ahead and go to break uh, because <laughs> Becky derailed me. We're going to come back and talk about college football right here on Sports Central. Back to Sports Central, Talk Radio 96.7, Sports Central, brought to you by Party Rentals. Your host is Neil Duncan. Allegedly. No, Neil Duncan here alongside Becky Messina. Eric Clark, Eric the Man Clark, that's his new name. Everybody will think I work for the police department. Yeah, well. Maybe you do. <laughs> we were talking about college football before you completely derailed me. Of course, there's a ton of Polk County uh, athletes playing all over these. Name uh, them all. <laughs> easier to say who on these rosters aren't from Polk County. But, uh, I mean, you have two in, um, of course, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders at Colorado. Uh, two Polk County uh, natives of, of Polk County are starting on his defense. Um Kormani McLean from Lakeland mm -hmm. and Jordan Dominic uh, was from George Jenkins and he went up and played at Georgia Tech last year it was Arkansas and then he had a, because the COVID year had an opportunity yeah. and now he's going to be in Colorado playing for Coach Prime and uh, maybe he ends up uh, with a shot in the NFL we'll see what happens but uh, <laughs> stop it oh, I, I I saw that on somebody's t-shirt the other day and it really? made me so sad to be in this environment you can't be mean to me this week. I sure can no you can't Associated Press <laughs> Top 25 was uh, recently released only one team from the great state of Florida is in the Top 25 and Becky do you know who that is Florida State that is correct that means there's high expectations and the opportunity and we're all to be, be disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> That's right. They are preseason top ten, number eight in the country. Uh, number one is Georgia. Number, number two eight in the country. Number one in our hearts. Mm -hmm. Number two is Michigan. <laughs> number three, Ohio State. Number four, Alabama. Alabama, by their standards, I think they lost two games last year, uh, which is a down season for them. Um, hey, Ohio was my maybe pick. a little disrespect uh, being at number four. Hmm. Ohio we'll see how was, they my, respond. was my pick. Yeah. For the championship. Typically, Ohio State, you mean? Yeah, Ohio it State. Was not, Sorry. It was not the Bobcats. Oh. Sorry. I have to specify. So, of the votes for number one, 60 votes, pretty dominant, went to Georgia. 
two went to Michigan, one to Ohio State. Every time Nick Saban has an off year, they end up winning the national championship the next mm-hmm. year. So we'll see what Alabama is able to do. LSU, number five. USC, number six. Penn State, number seven. As we mentioned, Florida State, number eight. Rounding out the top ten, number nine, Clemson. So most people are thinking uh, Clemson or Florida State win the ACC. We'll see what happens. Number ten, Washington. Uh, let's see if we care about anybody else here. Notre Dame, we already mentioned earlier when they're playing Navy over in Dublin in another week or so. In Dublin? Mm-hmm. The game's in Ireland. That's cool. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. The coaches poll has at number 25, Texas A&M. Um, Jimbo Fisher. I thought they were good. Well, they they keep getting really good uh, recruiting classes, mm-hmm. but last year they had a losing record. And so when he left Florida State after winning a national championship, when he left the year he left Florida State, he left during the year, they actually had a losing record at the time that he left. They paid him or, or offered him a guarantee, if I remember correctly, it was a 10-year, $75 million fully guaranteed, which meant he didn't have to win a single game at Texas A&M, and they have to pay him. 70, it's oil money, right? Yeah. $75 million from their boosters and from the school. That's insane. He hasn't done anything. Hasn't won the conference. Hasn't certainly won a national championship. He has, he's got to be the biggest bust of any contract in college football history. Now, don't get me wrong. He won a national championship at Florida State, but he left the program a dumpster fire. Okay. Mm -hmm. So who's at fault? Jimbo Fisher for not getting the championship quality program that Texas A&M clearly paid a big price for? Yeah. Or is it on them for paying so much money for something that's just not guaranteed? Honestly, I wouldn't pay for something unless it was guaranteed. Well, you can't guarantee that you're going to win a national championship. I'm just saying. It should have been somewhere in the contract that, like, in the 10 years you're here, you need to win X amount of whatever. To be paid in full. Yeah. Well, we're talking about Florida State. Um, Talk of them potentially leaving the ACC. Uh, They will be staying through at least the 2024 season. Uh, The date of August 15th has come and passed in uh, Florida State to notify the ACC of a potential departure. During Florida State's Board of Trustees meeting last month, the opinion offered by trustee Justin Roth was that while August 15, 2023 deadline would be great, it'd be more realistic for the university to take the next year to figure out its options. They were going to have to pay a ton of money in their TV deal with the ACC. They think that there shouldn't be an equal share of revenue, um, but I don't. this is not going away unless mm-hmm. the ACC can pay them uh, a pro, you know, a higher rate because they get more viewers than anyone else in the conference. Uh, ESPN named six Florida State Seminoles in their top 100 players of 2023. This is the most of anybody. Uh, Jordan Travis was number eight. Of course, he's their quarterback. Jared Verse, number nine, defensive end. Johnny Wilson, the guy's like six seven. It's not fair. He can run like a deer and jump really really high. Oh. Uh, he's number 16 as a wide receiver. Fentrell Cypress, number 64. Five on the list as a DB. Trey Benson, number 69, the great running back from Florida State, and Keon Coleman, the transfer in. He's at number 86 on the top 100, and he's at the wide receiver position. 
Let me ask you this. Would you rather have a team that wasn't there wasn't much expected of them and then they came and had a great season? Or would you like to have a team that, hey, they're they're being hunted. Everybody expects them to be good and then they're not. So you're really like does this we, we joked about it. Does it set you up for a big disappointment if this team doesn't go to the college football playoff or win a national championship? I mean ranked what were they, number eight? Yeah. Like, I feel like it would be a pretty big disappointment if they didn't do anything with it. Yeah, me too. I'm afraid that I'm going to get too excited about this. Yeah. And and then it doesn't happen. Yeah. To me, that's worse than low expectation. I don't know. Set the bar low and then anything above that, you feel good. And then throw it really high. <laughs> I, I don't think that the Florida Gators, not that anybody cares, but I don't think the Florida Gators are going to be <laughs> as bad as what everybody in the country is saying they're going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Miami's not getting a lot of respect either, so... Those are two rivalry games that, yeah, that worry Miami, me. I don't think is that really that good. Well, they're, they're struggling, but those are two games that worry me. You play Clemson, you play LSU to start the year. Mm. Easily could be four losses, and it pains me to say that, but they rivalry games, Clemson's a rivalry game, and they're a very good program. And, and LSU, which Florida State beat by a blocked extra point at the end of regulation last year. So yeah. I, I just... I don't know what's going to happen. I am I am a Clemson girly. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and shut that down real quick. <laughs> I want to read you something that, uh, of course, uh, the Rays still right there in the thick of it in the American <laughs> League East. Don't read me anything about the Yankees. The New York Yankees. It. <laughs> it is a 30-year streak Stop. that could be coming to an end. What's got, behind the Yankees' worry, I got, swoon? I got the notification. After on my a watch sweep when I by the Braves, Yankees have lost 14 of their past 21 games, and are and are under 500 for the first time this late in the season since. I will. What year were you born? 2000. Okay, so five years before you were born mm-hmm. was the last time they've been this bad this late in the season. Mm. Derek Jeter was like, just. I think he had just been called up for good. Yeah, and then they won the World Series in 98. I don't care. I'm saying they're terrible. Why are they so terrible? Uh, I don't know. I don't really know who to blame. I can blame Aaron Boone, but... <laughs> well, the Rays stand at 73-52 and 52 games back of Baltimore in the American League East. Um, overall in the league, um, they are tied with the Rangers... Uh, for the second-best record in the American League. And then overall in baseball, uh, they are fourth. Excuse me. They are one, two, three, four. Tied for fifth. No, I'd be, yeah, tied for fifth-best uh, record in the entirety of baseball. Uh, I have some I, – I try to get one of our uh, co-workers there, Tyler Cruz, to call him. He didn't want to <laughs> because I want to talk about the Rays and uh, – He's like, eh, right now, I don't really want to talk about, of course, um, dealing with the situation with Wander Franco. Uh, mm-hmm. He's been put on basically the reserve list. Uh, there's an investigation into him, and we're not going to comment on any of that because we don't really know enough information. Let the process uh, play out. Uh, but uh, race, I think I- I'm worried that at this point they're going to make the playoffs and they're just going to be eliminated quickly because the pitching starting to fall apart. The runs is not great, but 
if you look at this, they're still one of the better teams in the American League. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Eric's telling me I've got to go to break, so we'll go to break, our final break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some great local events that are coming to Polk County. Stick around, everybody, for the last segment of Sports Central right here on Talk Radio 96.7. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central on your radio right now. Brought to you by Home 2. By Home 2 Suites. There we go. Almost read the wrong one. That would be horrible. Here's Becky and Neil to save the day. Oh, that <laughs> is know. not a good plan, sir. I don't know if we're here to save the day. Hey, real quick. Um, some breaking news. It must have happened yesterday and reported today that it looks like potentially... Russell Gage, the receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, may have suffered a season-ending injury. That's not good. Yep. That's um, not good. You want me to read it? No. No, I'm just <laughs> putting it out there that he uh, might have sustained an injury. That How do you feel about that? That's, yeah, that's not good. Uh, he's definitely a part of the receiving core that the Buccaneers need to be productive. Um, but it's all going to start with the running game. It's going to start up front for – uh, the Bucks, they're going to have to get some push off the offensive line. I don't. You don't Tom, have Tom Brady. Tom Brady got rid of the ball so fast. You didn't really have to see the problems with the offensive line. You saw it in the running game, but he got rid of the ball. I, I'm worried that Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask don't do that. And then we're getting sacks and we're getting fumbles. And so we'll see what happens. First game, they lost 27 to 17 to the Steelers. They will be back in action. Saturday night, 7.30 at the New York Jets. We only got about two minutes left to go. Uh, we've got some local events coming up. Yep, coming up next Friday and Saturday is SSAC Volleyball. It is at Advent Health Fieldhouse in Winter, Winter Haven. Bye. I got to go for the night. <laughs> There's 240 projected participants to be there, and it is a volleyball invitational tournament. Yeah, we also have the USFA. Of course, we had Kim on the show uh, a couple weeks ago. Or was it last week? Last week, I, I think. It was last week. Uh, her back-to-school party, uh, that's going to be at the Auburndale Softball Complex and the Bartow Softball Complex. Uh, those are 18U down to 8U, uh, fast-pitch softball. So they'll be going on here in Polk County. And then cross-country is getting geared up out there at Hallway Park. I'm so excited for cross-country season. That's a sarcasm because she doesn't like getting up that early to uh, open up the gates. I actually prefer it, but... I like it. Yeah, I don't mind getting up that early. But um, we have our Jim Ryan run coming up. That is next Saturday. It is at Holloway Park, and there's about 1,400 projected participants. So uh, we got uh, just a little bit of time left here, and want to remind everybody, go to visitcentralflorida.org for a full listing of... Uh, events you know this time of year there's a lot of discounts and stuff because you know it's back to school not only here in central florida but other parts of the country so maybe visitation's a little bit down uh, than what it is other times of the year Uh, so there's some discounts out there for uh, locals to go see and do things of course uh, brick or treats coming up there at legoland bock tower gardens does a nice job of putting on uh, different events so go to visit centralflorida.org or go Check out the Visitor Center, of course, home of the uh, Water Ski Hall of Fame. They're um, about a half mile south of I-4 on Highway 27, and they have free orange juice. Do they? Oh, they do. (laughs) Sorry, I just, like, blacked out for a second. (laughs) Did you put vodka in your orange juice? (laughs) 
I'm not sure you need to be doing that. Uh, For Eric Clark and Rebecca Messina, I'm Neil Duncan. We thank you so much for tuning in to Sports Central. And again, visit us at visitcentralflorida.org or visitcentralfloridasports.com. Yep. I'm 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 so hungry. I'm going home. Good night, everybody. Sports Central every Thursday from 5 until 6 right here on Talk Radio 96.7. Coming up, a lot more sports action. We've got uh, the Ozone with Ronnie O and Coach Joe this evening at 8 o'clock. Be sure and catch it right here. Talk Radio 96.7.